Welcome to Raising the Standard, Leadership, Mindset, and Development for the Kingdom Man. I am your host, Josh Kay, and on today's show, we are going to be talking about the number one lie that's keeping you on the sidelines. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard, Leadership, Mindset, and Development for the Kingdom Man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Kachadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. Okay, guys, so welcome to the show. I want to talk about the number one lie that's keeping you on the sidelines. So there may be something right now in your life that's keeping you from moving into the fullness of everything that God has for you. We talked about on the last show, what is success for the kingdom man? What does success look for us as modern Christian men and should we be pursuing it? And the principle we discovered was this, that God's will is synonymous with success. So I believe God has a specific, unique plan for each one of us, that every man has a mountain. In the book of Proverbs, King Solomon writes that a man's gifts make room for him. A man's gift will bring him before great men. And that's that mountain that I'm talking about, those unique, specific callings and giftings that the Lord has placed within each one of us that opens up doors, expands our sphere of influence and brings us into our appointed assignment and place of destiny in the season that we're in right now. And we want to agree with that. We want to learn how to partner with it and step into success. That success for our life when we agree with the will of the Lord for our life. So God's will for our life is synonymous with success. And guys, I really believe this. And what I love about the New Testament and what I love about what the Apostle Paul, as he writes the New Testament, he paints this vivid picture and he talks in terms that his modern day listeners at that time would fully grasp and understand. And one of my favorite metaphors that he uses as he's writing the New Testament scriptures is he paints this picture of a well disciplined athlete. And they would have understood this in that time period extremely well because of the backdrop of the Roman games. They would have seen athletes training, dedicating their time and their life to training and winning a prize. And we know that prize quickly perishes and fades away, but our prize is eternal. And so when Paul's encouraging the first century Christians, he's saying, run your race. He's talking about pressing towards the upward call. He's talking about striving and running in such a way that you would win. The other metaphor he uses is the metaphor of fight. He talks about fighting and wrestling in the backdrop of what they would have understood. This was not pretty WWE wrestling. This was not some 
gymnastics in the ring. This was all out grappling. This was all out fighting with iron on your knuckles. And he likens our walk with the Lord and the pursuit of the call on our life to a fight to a race. There's something about striving and moving and pushing and pressing in. And that's the picture the Apostle Paul gives us. And that's the way he lived his life in the fulfillment of the call of God for him. So what is the number one lie that's keeping men on the sidelines when they're called to be in the game, when they're called to take territory, but they're not even getting off the bench. They're not even stepping in to the call of God on their life. So let's address this and let's look at what this lie is. The number one lie that's holding you back is this. It's this saying that's pervasive right now that says God is in complete control of every aspect of my life, regardless of what I do. Now, don't hear me wrong. I am not questioning the sovereignty of God. He is in complete control. He holds the world in his hands. He's completely sovereign. However, to buy into this idea that he's in complete control of my life as an individual with or without my partnership, my cooperation with his will is a lie. God has given us free will. We see this right in the beginning of the Bible, right in Genesis, God endows man with free will and that means we have a choice. We can agree or we can not agree. We can partner or we can not partner. We can obey or we can choose to disobey. And we can expect to be aligned with the will of God for our life, to step into everything he has for us, that vision of success that we talked about earlier being in God's will, if we're not living in right standing with him and we're not walking according to what he's called us to. So this lie that's holding you back that God is in complete control of every single aspect of my life and I don't have to do anything. I just have to sit here. And if it's meant to be, it's gonna come to pass. Do you guys know anyone who lives like this? Um, there are people that do, and maybe you bought into this too at some point where you're like, hey, it just hasn't happened yet. I guess it's not the Lord's will for my life. I guess when I accomplish that or when I step into something, then I'll know it's from the Lord because it happened sovereignly. So I agree with God's sovereign will to bring connections and appointments into your life at the appointed time. However, this idea that we don't have to do anything and that we can live our lives any way we want and not be in obedience with the Lord's will for us is holding many guys back right now. We're sitting back, we're lazy, and we're asking that the Lord would just do the thing for us. Whatever that thing is that you're waiting for, just it's just going to show up one day and I don't have to do anything for it. Okay, so that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is if it's meant to be, it's up to me. And that side also has faults. And that's all, you know, that's grounded in grit, grind and hustle, productivity movement. And hey, if I want it to happen, I'm going to go out and use my human willpower and I'm going to make this thing happen in my life. And that's not necessarily what the will of the Lord looks like as well. I don't want to get into that one as much today. We will talk about that in the future. But right now I want to talk about this laid back attitude that says, if it's the Lord's will, I can just sit back and it's going to show up in my life. So the question really is, what is the role we have to play in this equation? And one of the scriptures we anchored in on our first show was Joshua 1.8. And I want to just highlight that real quick for a minute. And I want you to listen to this closely. And I think you're going to hear something 
you may have overlooked in the past. And here is the scripture. It's the Lord speaking directly to Joshua. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written within it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. Did you guys hear what that said? It did not say that the Lord was going to make his way prosperous. It said the Lord is actually painting a picture here of telling Joshua what to do. He's giving him instruction and he's saying, when you do these things, you will make your way prosperous. Joshua, you will make your way prosperous when you obey my commands. So there's something about the equation here that we have to fulfill. It's not just sit back and the Lord does all of it for us, but there's an agreement, there's a partnership, and there's a fulfillment that comes together when we agree with the Lord and we partner with him. There's a very powerful principle in the Bible. And in my book, The Standard, Discovering Jesus is the Standard for Masculinity, I dedicate a whole chapter to this. That chapter's name is Jesus Speaks in Mysteries That Invite Discovery. And this principle is really around conditional agreements that God makes with man. And that's what I want to highlight here for a moment. Jesus spoke in a way that cultivated an attitude of curiosity. And he was speaking directly to people to inspire the search. He was looking for seekers. I would even say that if you were just a casual listener, when Jesus was walking the earth and spreading the good news of the kingdom, you would not have ears to hear. It would have bypassed all the superficial listeners because he was speaking to those that were hungry. He was speaking to those that were searching and he was speaking to those who were seeking. So we can see this attitude that Jesus is trying to cultivate in the listeners as he speaks. He's cultivating this hunger and this attitude of a seeker. He wants you to be a seeker. He wants me to be a seeker. And there's this principle, and I call it the if-then principle. If you do this, then the Lord will do this. Now, hear me. I am not reducing the word of God to a formula. It's not a formula that's meant to be hacked. Okay, this is not what we're doing here, but we need to recognize that the promises of God are conditional. They do require something from us. It's not sit back and just wait for it to show up either. There is a role you have to play. And this we can see all throughout the Old Testament. I'll give you one example right now of this if-then principle or this conditional promise. We all love to quote this scripture, 2 Chronicles 7.14. And in that scripture is, if you seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, then I'll heal your nation, I'll heal your land. And you guys may be familiar with that. There is a big if-then right in the middle of that verse. If you do these things, then the Lord will do these things for your nation. And we see this throughout the pattern all throughout the Old Testament. If Israel obeys, if they turn from their sins, if they turn from idols, then the Lord promises these blessings. It's the same way for us today. If we are aligned with his will, if we listen and we obey, then we can expect for him to help us and show us how to make our way prosperous and have success. And again, success is synonymous with God's will for our life. I want to close with this. One of the things Jesus always said whenever he brought the good news of the kingdom in all four gospels, he said this peculiar saying, he who has ears to hear, 
let him hear. Another way to put that saying is listen up carefully to what I'm saying. Pay attention, obey, and align yourself with these words. So guys, if you have ears to hear, hear this. God's will for your life is synonymous with success. This will require you to do something. Don't sit back. Let's throw out passive Christianity where we sit on the sidelines, we're watching the game played, and you're wondering, when's it going to be my time to get in the game? When's it going to be my time where the coach calls me up, where the Lord may be waiting on you to make the first move right now? If you take one step towards him, I have found he takes 10 steps towards you. Hey guys, if you enjoyed today's episode, you're going to want to take a look at the standard, Discovering Jesus as a Standard for Masculinity. I wrote this book to really highlight the life of Jesus as the Son of Man and what he invites us and calls us to be and do as men. And if you enjoyed learning about this principle of ask, ask, seek, and knock, seeking and developing this attitude to step into discovery of the mysteries that God is speaking to you and that he has reserved for you to uncover, then you're going to want to pick up a copy of The Standard. If you want a free chapter, you can visit the site at standard59.com. That's standard59.com. I'd love to give you a free chapter. Check out the book and we'll see you on the next show.